This is the call for freedom. This is the call for your truest, most authentic self to step forward. This is the call to turn inward and face the darkness and the light that lives within. You're listening to the Divinity Unbridled Podcast, and I'm your host, Hannah Rose Childs. My mission is to awaken and inspire your truth from within. I'm bringing you real, unfiltered access to the cosmos and the underworld to the sacred union of the divine feminine and the divine masculine, and to the pathway home to the fullest parts of your soul. Get ready to go deep. Get ready to ignite your internal fire. Get ready to unleash your fullest self. It's time to step into the truth of who you are. I see you, and your soul is beaming. Thank you for listening, and enjoy the show. much for joining me today. I'm, I'm really excited and super honored and very inspired by everything that you're, you're sharing with the world right now. Beautiful. Thank you for having me. I, I appreciate you reaching out and, and wanting to connect. Well, should we just jump right in? I feel, um, yeah, feel I'm, ready I'm and excited. To... <clears throat> and, um, well, I, as I said in my email, I, I felt really called to connect with you specifically around the the sacred masculine the masculine presence and how he how he's rising and how he embodies in this life and I feel like the feminine women get so much love and attention and uh, mm-hmm. this work right now and I f- just feel um, so moved and feel so much truth in what you share around the masculine and I shared your blog post from last week around the well-fucked woman and mm-hmm. finding deeper um, union. And I got a lot of, you know, sort of wide eyes and also a lot of curiosity around that. Well, what is the conscious cock and where do I find one and how mm-hmm. does that happen? So I, I'd love to kind of just sure. have an organic kind of conversation with you about that. Great. Well, uh, it's best probably just to let it flow and, yeah. and whatever kind of whatever way it wants to wants to take us. So what I think just starting with what what is that? What is the the awakened man to you? What is the present embodied conscious man mm-hmm. look, feel, act, speak like? Sure. Well, that's that's the million dollar question. <laughs> um, there's many different approaches and angles that I can take in expressing all those different aspects of uh, of the conscious man and and what he looks like and and all of that. But one of the most vital parts of it is it's really about a man who has learned to separate himself from the distractions of life in a way to really begin or who has already clarified himself to the degree that he can live life based on his own terms in a way where he's very, very connected to reality. And when I say reality, I don't mean the idea of reality. I mean the felt sense of reality. And in order to do this, it it needs embodiment. So the embodied man or the conscious man, he's really only as conscious as his relationship with his own internal woman is, because that's all the feeling that's being grounded and connected to life and feeling the pulse and the flow of life and the intuitiveness uh, move through us. You know, that is very feminine in its, in its deepest sense. So again, there are many, many different facets to the conscious man, but embodiment uh, not being distracted, uh, being a response and not a reaction to life, because right now men are so untrustworthy based on the fact that they're just all reacting. And they're just reacting from brainwashing. They're reacting from conditioning. They're, 
you know, they're biting the biscuit, they're drinking the Kool-Aid, they're, they're falling for uh, so much of what is being put out there as truth. And for a man who has really developed himself in his consciousness, uh, not only has he learned and acquired the ability to, to be in his body and open his body and to hold huge amounts of energy, because energy equals consciousness, <clears throat> he's also incredibly precise in how he shows up. Everything is, is moved from purpose. Every decision, every choice that he makes is not thought through necessarily, but is deeply felt through. Um, and this comes back to the whole being able to respond to life and, and not reacting to life. Also, just his depth of understanding of, of women, of the feminine, of heart, uh, and also of cock, uh, and also of pussy or vagina or yoni, whatever words we want to use. Uh, conscious man is a wise man. Conscious man is, is an elder. doesn't matter what age he is on the planet, but he's an elder energetically. And there's different archetypes. There's warrior. There's, you know, he can be more of a lover. He can have that Jesus Christ energy. He can uh, have the James Bond energy and, and these different types of ways where he shows up. But above everything, he's here for truth and clarity. He's here for protection. And if the man himself is so crowded with conditioning, it makes it very impossible for him to be trustworthy. How does a conscious man feel? Um, well, I can't answer that. That would be more for you uh, to answer. Because with, with a man who really understands himself and is showing up in that power and in that potency, the woman will actively feel him in her body. She'll feel her body responding to him not so much her head. Uh, so that's more for the, for the female side of things. Now, that was a roundabout answer, but I yeah, no, you no, can get great. more specific if you feel to. Well, I'm, yeah, and I'm curious about the, I guess sort of the entry point for men, because I do feel uh, as, as a woman, I, I certainly can sense when, when a man is in his integrity in himself. And everything in me opens and softens. And it's like, yes, okay, there he is. And I feel like it's not all that common on the, mm -hmm. at least in my realm, I'm 30. And so the, the age range of people that I um, are in my immediate field are not uh, certainly living fully from that place. And so what is kind of an entry point? Is it something that happens externally that kind of wakes him up or is it something that moves him from the inside to have a desire to step in? It can really be both. It can be one or the other. The spark or the entry point or the encouragement can, can come from anything. It can be the result of uh, a relationship breaking up and he starts to see all the ways that he was in no way showing up and fulfilling his role that could be the trigger to start him into a path of self-inquiry which uh, is something that i see with a lot of men who, who come to me is this can be quite a common trend where he's just sick and tired of of not being able to stay disciplined and consistent within his his relationship or within his relatings um Others can, you know, on a deeper sense, can just be karmic. You're kind of catapulted into it. For me, I was just kind of catapulted into it. I didn't get a choice. And I'm like, fuck, here we go. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. so it, it really, it'll get you when it needs to get you in the way that it needs to get you. And for some people, it's just not what they're here to do in this moment. And those people won't get it. And they won't resonate with it. And they won't understand it. And uh, that's nor better or worse. That's just a different experience right now. Yeah. And so you talked about the the clarity of of the man within himself and how that enables him to be trustworthy. It feels like a lot of that stems from self love and self worth um, for him for him. And I've, mm -hmm. I'm curious, is that 
different is it a different felt experience than how women describe self-love there's a similar entry point for sure it's going to be innately different just because of how we're set up as individuals um the process of a man learning to be present and stay present this is really our work uh, also the process of him clarifying himself just that one intention or that one direction that he's moving towards that is going to expose him to everything that's going on in himself his desire for more clarity uh, so through that that is self-love because to get to clarity he's going to be so challenged he's going to be held so accountable he's going to have to see all his insecurities and his fears and his his mommy issues and the way that he doesn't feel okay to stand up on his own in the world and the ways he's afraid of being judged by other people and not feeling manly enough and and all these different you know set of things that are put on men and young boys so through the the lens of of gaining more clarity to do so he must move through every stage of his growth until he arrives to a place of not being done because we're never done but arrives to a point where all the rooms in his house have now been cleaned up and now he's just outside like a security guard just it's maintenance at that point yeah, yeah that's how i feel it. that's <laughs> you're just watching and waiting for things to start to start coming at you uh for a woman it's not so much that she's looking to gain clarity it's more about she's looking to really gain her own voice and to be okay being as big as she actually is and being as loud as she is and vivacious and sexy and alive and expressive and artfully chaotic. It's really allowing herself to step into that while also, you know, learning about personal responsibility and, and seeing all the ways that she has been uh, compromised through childish things through being programmed to to pull at men for childish things and to pull at others for childish things and the way that she's been weakened due to having to compare herself with other women and the way that beauty the standard has been put on you guys it's women have a have a deep sense of of uh, self-hatred whether it's in big ways or subtle ways and it's not so much about self-worth it's self-hatred that's going on because you've basically been thought to hate yourselves um so the work is similar in ways but but it also it kind of attacks different parts of us because the work is just de-brainwashing and coming back to our 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 nature and what that means is coming back to the point of allowing ourselves and being courageous enough to be in the body and to feel our energy to feel our life force and to be able to honor that fully by moving in the direction that it wants to without pulling it up to our head and trying to run it through our conditionings but to really be here free for a man freedom is freedom it's silence it's it's presence it's space it's vastness for a woman freedom is love unconditionally with whomever and whatever she feels to uh, so same principles but put you different know different energy different feeling for sure and I, I love to touch on on the feeling sense because as the as the feminine it's so heart body based um that sense of connection to self and to others that this feeling of love and mm -hmm. the world has certainly shamed and squashed the masculine in his feeling mm -hmm. and so how do you see how do you see him moving through all of these feelings as he's gaining clarity within himself in a way that uh, empowers him and strengthens him um, mm -hmm. and still allows the feelings to move mm -hmm. without feminizing yes great question i always recommend that men take full responsibility of whatever he's feeling without placing blame upon anybody else for it that's the first part the process of going through that of course when a man starts to be more embodied and to come back in into his body the first thing that tends to come up is his awareness around oh i've kind of been full of shit 
up to this point in my life. I've been very nice or I've been uh, hideously manipulative or I've never really allowed my true authentic self as a man be present on the planet. I always attempted to twist my words in a way that women would accept it, or at least in the way he thinks women will accept it more, uh, in order to get his needs met. So a huge part for men is really coming back down into himself and giving himself full permission to be that which he already is and to be that which he already feels and making no apology for it. Because as soon as a man can step into that place, now he can start to offer empowerment for the woman in his life or for any woman that he comes in contact because he's not hiding. He's saying, no, this is what a man looks like, feels like, moves like, talks like, breathes like. You asked for one. Here you go. <laughs> what are you going to do with it? Uh, so within that level of truly showing up in love for self and for others, uh, he gets to go through his own expression of all his own pain and all his own blockages practically i always advise a man to go through it with himself he can be in groups and workshops and events if that's what he wants to do but he cannot in any way lay his hat on that because he needs to take full responsibility that when something comes up in him he can say you know, wait a moment, sweetheart, there's a lot of stuff coming up in me right now and I'm going to take all this anger that I have and I'm going to step away from you and I'm going to move into my own space and I'm going to deal with it and process it and move through it and then I'm going to come back in love with you. Uh, for me, this is the greatest responsibility that we have. This is not to say a man needs to shut himself down around people. It's not about that. It's about noticing himself and noticing how dangerous he is, how beautifully dangerous he is, and how that is where his power comes from. So him choosing to go and take his most powerful, potent emotions and feelings and to truly embody them and take the space to lay down with himself and breathe into his body and to really breathe and feel into all the parts of his physicality where these things are stuck and trying to twist up and shut down so he can start expressing them and letting them fully cycle through him so they don't start to back up. Because men right now are backed up. There's just a lot of intensity. So when I give the man advice to, oh, just communicate your authenticity and be what you feel in the planet, his first question is, oh, shit, I'll kill someone. You know, <laughs> if I do that, I can't allow myself to be authentic because yeah. I'll be dangerous. I'm going to hurt someone. I'm feeling all this stuff. It's all pent up. And it's, all, it's all pent up. So that's not an accurate reflection of his beautiful, powerful male energy. That's the result of his backup. He's absolutely damned up. So he needs to have enough respect for himself that he, he knows how to be with himself. For men, this is how you make love with yourself. This is how you drop into your own body. And when you really figure out how to be with, him, with himself in that way, he now has a tool that he can always call on. And he never has to hide himself. And he also never has to apologize for himself. But he can excuse himself. Or he can say, this anger is much better for me to utilize over in this part of my life. Because now I can alchemize it. For me, anger, it just moves into orgasmicness. Yeah, in a very powerful way. Uh, well, it's just energy when when you when you can witness it and harness it it's it's just a different type of energy when you can funnel yes. it into a certain area instead of just letting it explode all over your life exactly exactly it's, it's all just energy and so with with that energy and the blocks what are some kind of what are some blocks and patterns that you see come up for men as they are on this journey of of really connecting and embodying themselves mm -hmm. some things that kind of cyclically mm -hmm. maybe come up or you see it across a lot of men yes uh his throat mm -hmm. his neck his uh his heart his chest most men have become so disempowered and so weakened and so controlled by dysfunctional female energy i'm not saying women i'm saying dysfunctional female energy 
when men comes, come to me, if I am doing any form of energy work or, or, or distance work with him, as soon as I engage with his chest or his heart area, there's a freeze that happens in him because he's had to swallow and choke down his own voice and his own ferocity because men are ferocious. And we've had to choke this down in our bodies for so long that as soon as a man feels any level of uh, compassion or, or lovingness or gentleness or, or healthy femininity reaching out and touching him in this place, it, it moves him and, and offers him healing beyond belief. So that's the first part that I feel from men because it's, it's a simultaneous or it's a pattern of shutdown. So first it was his voice. It was his feelings. It's how he moves outwards in the world, telling him he's too much. And because of that, the next place that's totally uh, stepped away from to the point where now it becomes perverted is his genitals. Uh, up around the hips, in the pelvis, in the root of the pelvis, around the anus area, the lower back, totally clamped up. Life force can no longer even come up through the spine. So he's really running on, on very little support energetically and spiritually and these really tend to be the the major blocks that i see with men and men being very afraid to be in the penis if any energy comes up there he's so used to just ejaculating or or pushing any type of energy that he has out of his body because energy causes you to feel more yeah it's like just harder faster get it done numbing yeah numbing 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 yeah until eventually the penis is dead and you know he's in his 30s or his 20s i have men in their 20s come to me and they they're saying they have erectile dysfunction which is you know that's not okay because yeah. the penis you know that that's that's healthy and it should be healthy right into the time he dies you know into the 70s 80s if he learns to really visit the penis energetically and, and be with it physically in the most nourishing and worshipping way, he'll stay healthy, he'll stay strong, he'll stay connected to heart. Well, it's such a representation of, of who he is and who his yes. energy is when it's in clarity and in, in truth. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so what are some... I mean, I've read on your website some of the things you offer. What are some, some practices, some tools that men can use spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically, so that all of them can come together in, in union in themselves to work mm -hmm. through some of those block blockages or fears or squashed feelings? Right. I like to keep everything as simple as possible and as uncomplicated as possible. So for this reason, I don't offer so many tools to men as I do. It's more about, for me, it's more about the energetic transmission as I'm working with him uh, because energy has its own level of information that, that roots and grounds in the body. So I can be speaking to him for an hour about awareness or how he needs to to see some things in himself but i'm doing something underneath that energetically in a way that now he knows something that he didn't know before he stepped into the call in an embodied way because he feels himself shifting and moving and changing during the engagement so that's mainly how i work tools i i encourage men to 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 do embodiment practices um, i'm a huge proponent of things like qigong uh, he feels to do different types of meditation, uh, dynamic types of meditation where there's movement and expression. So he can really clear a lot of that back up right down to the mental plane aspect of things where he starts to get a mental understanding of his kingdom and, and his life and how he has actually created everything that's going on in front of him. So I'll have men do a lot of journal work, a lot of writing work away from devices, away from phones. Um, and I also have him, or I encourage him to approach this process in a very uh, sacred and empowered type of a way. But really, it's, it's not about a lot. 
it, it takes very little, but it takes very little consistently. If I could write a book of this most simple stuff, it would be one page and it would be right now be present and right after that continue to be present forever. And through that, figure out what you need to do and the tools that you need to implement in your life to not lose presence, to not jump out of your body and, and to jump away from yourself or your partner. Yeah, and it can be such a dis uncomfortable place to just be when we're so used to but that's having so work. many distractions. Yeah, that's the process. That's the work. Because until a man can be present, he's useless. <laughs> that's just the fact of the matter. And I, I say that with love and compassion, but it's, life doesn't really care what we think about it. Life functions and works according to specific laws. And, and if a man cannot be present here, he will be stepped over. He will not actualize to the ability that he has on offer to him. Yeah. And I'm kind of feeling like I want to shift into how how he and the feminine come into <clears throat> into relationship because it feels like they're my perception and understanding of the feminine desire is to ultimately open and receive everything that he has mm -hmm. to give her and there's a lack of trust there because she doesn't feel like it's safe mm -hmm. and then the masculine's ultimate desire is to penetrate her and gift her with everything that he has and there's a lack of trust because he doesn't feel safe that he can stay in himself or that he may lose his freedom does mm -hmm. that well i guess one does that feel true to you and two what's is it chicken or the egg you know which one hmm. which one comes first are they happening simultaneously well they both have, have deeply transformative qualities to both sides yeah. so a woman coming from her heart and 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 coming from that openness and that receptivity and that softness and that invitation to receive that has such a hugely transformative effect on a man who maybe is not in his penetration a man who is not in a place of oh, even awareness around his own process and his own growth. That can be a trigger for that. But where it, where it lines up more naturally, because the male principle and the masculine is naturally more directive, it naturally lines up more where the man comes with the consciousness and the clarity and penetrates her with consciousness and clarity. And through that, it allows the energy that he's, uh, the electricity that's coming off of him to start moving through and illuminating everything in her that is not vibrating. This is the trauma, the blockage, the fear, uh, the fear of just being in the heart, the fear of being in love. And if they're both willing to stay present together, they can, they can really act as a, as a healing service to one another because she'll demand his presence and he'll demand her staying with her releasing of what she needs to release in order to be fully reclaimed by the divine feminine. Right. Yeah, and a woman's deepest longing, I'm not a woman, but from my own experience of working with so many, it's become so apparent that her deepest longing is to be absolutely fucked open by God yeah. in the deepest essence, to, to be made love to by, by that, level of, of frequency so she can absolutely surrender in a sense almost give her life in that moment where she can die to it uh, this is why a woman might say in the middle of sex or orgasm i'm dying i'm dying i'm dying i'm dying and i've heard this i'm dying i'm dying it's it's an absolute renunciation of everything that is unlike divinity and i feel this is this is the place where we're all longing to to move towards so i can't remember your question but i, I feel like i've answered some yeah, of it yeah you if you want to kind of steer me on to a different well, part of it no you answered it was kind of what what comes first and then what you answered and i suppose then there's the the commitment from both parties mm -hmm. to stay present with each other in the different dynamics what are some the, the just just so i don't forget to mention this i do want to say the man is the spark to everything 
Yeah, the, the man really carries the spark, the initiation, the trigger. The man is like the light switch. The woman is the light. Yeah, but there needs to be someone there to turn it on. There needs to be somewhere there to activate movement. And this is why, as men, we penetrate and, and why we move outward in that way. Um, and then also to hold the energy, right? You activate and, it and then also yes. some sort of structure yeah. container so that she's... Yeah, because what you have a lot of men doing is, is they may activate or stir something up in her, but then they don't hold her in it. And then it only creates a, a deeper lack of, of, a deeper lack of trust in her. Yeah, and in this interrelating as they're, you know, doing this dance, what are some, some things that come up that can ca cause challenges? Because obviously it can be uncomfortable as you're experiencing it from mm. both sides. What can come up? Everything. <laughs> the fact that she was abused when she was 13 years of age can come up. The fact that... Uh, you didn't, you know, the man didn't give her his time and his attention four weeks ago when she was breaking down and just needed a little bit of stabilization. The fact that she's been told that cellulite is gross or not beautiful enough. Um, absolutely everything could come up. These are the ingredients of making love. These are the ingredients of, of making this meal. And what we really need to bring to to the intertwining of two people is non-judgment i feel this is very very important because for the man you know i know at the beginning of my process uh, because i was learning to bring more energy uh, to women which was resulting in her opening more and i was receiving more love in a way that i'd never felt love before so through that i'd be in situations where all my grief around not being held the way that I needed to be held as a child. I'm not saying that that's what happened, but just grief around the feminine, you know, grief around myself, all of that would just start to come up during the process of connecting so deeply. Um, because underneath the, the sexuality and underneath the sex, really it's all, it's all love. That's the epitome of the energy that we're looking to get to. It's all about love. And that, energy has the ability to clean out a person's entire system and change their entire life and men learn love through women yeah, yeah that's what we naturally are, are drawn to women for can you say more about your experience with when you feel that love and feeling the grief around around the feminine energy or the feeling of not being held and did that bring up fear can you speak a little fear, bit more fear about was that? definitely in there most men regardless of where he is in his process if he hasn't worked through some major things he's going to have a huge fear about being overwhelmed by the feminine energy this is a this is a big thing for men uh, just losing his his standing losing his square because as women just get bigger and bigger and bigger he realizes that he's not that big and he has to he has to learn to ground down now in order to keep everything stabilized. So there was definitely fear at first of all, oh, shit, is this me being overwhelmed? Then coming to the realization of, okay, I, I have to allow my own feminine to process as well. So then relaxing and softening and, and surrendering to whatever needed to move and come up out of me. Uh, so much of what I learned about women and, and women's energy came from me learning about my own internal woman and her energy. I had to learn how to make love to my own woman before I learned how to make love to, to an external woman. And yes, fear will come up. The grief, the grief can come from so many places. Logically, I couldn't even tell you where it came from. But I just know it was, in, it was in a certain place that now when I reach out and touch men in this place, the same thing comes up in him. The same part of the body stores this. And I feel like it's just absolute pain by how men are held to specific standards while also telling him to not be a man, but be a man. It's deeply confusing. And it creates such a huge internal conflict that it's almost, a, again, another form of self-hatred. 
And when this energy starts to move or when there's unconditional love present, which is so powerful and transformative from the feminine, when a woman really comes to a man who has done her work and who can be in that heart space, that man will just melt in himself and he'll be able to clear and process so many things that, that, have, been, that have been put upon him. Yeah, and if, as a feminine, it feels like such a, a gift to be able to, to open the heart in that way. Mm-hmm. And I also have experienced that as I've done my work, it is super overwhelming for the masculine who isn't used to that type of, of mm-hmm. non-judgment, total acceptance, open-hearted love. And so there's, I would say, um, not a lack of trust, but some curiosity around how that energy can serve in that way when there's maybe a block and a lack of, of interest in, in engaging in that. Can you clarify a little bit? Yeah, so as like as the feminine, when I, I really am in my heart space and I feel that, I can feel that with really with anyone. It's not just with a partner. You know, I, I feel like when I'm fully in myself, that's my that's my energy. And there's I do come across that there is a, a wall up with a lot of the masculine energy around All right. being receiving. Yeah, receiving it when I'm not really sure why, which I then, you know, you go into, is it too much or is it? It's never too much. A woman can never be too much. It doesn't matter how much she's told. Anyone who would tell a woman she's too much just has no understanding of how to stand there with a woman. So they have to weaken you in order to be able to control you. So, you know, for any woman watching this, be as too much as, as you can possibly be because it's such a gift to our men and it, it forces him to figure out how, what he needs to, to handle in himself in order to actually be there and receive the gifts that you have to nourish him with. The receiving thing is, is definitely a huge part of this because firstly, when he's tight and restricted and shut down in this physicality part of his body, it's going to be difficult for him to feel anything to begin with. Most men feel very, very little. Um, he might have bursts of feelings, but he tends to shoot it out with his energy or he tends to swallow it down. But when I speak of feeling, I don't speak of emotion. Yeah, Yeah, I speak of sensitivity to just feeling the undulating of what is all the time. That's the feeling I'm speaking about. And also men have been conditioned that everything comes with a cost, everything comes with a price. So if the woman was to say, oh my God, I love you so much, and she wasn't to clarify anything else, now he's going to, oh shit, does this mean she wants to be like my girlfriend or my wife? Does this mean I don't have freedom anymore? Does this mean da 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 da? And this only happens because he hasn't done his own clarification work. Yeah, so that can only, or his receptivity to, to your heart and to your love will be directly in correlation with with how open he is to himself and, and how clear he is in his own standing and in his own heart and in his ho- own uh, courageousness around the potency of love and what it means to actually feel it for somebody else. Mm. Because love is terrifying because it's so big. Yeah, but it's also deeply intoxicating. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to go into the the feminine, more into that feminine energy and the, the capacity that she has to be in that unconditional love space, to gift that to him and also to be in that energy in herself and what what some of the the potentials and the the opportunities are for her to live from that space and what that does, what that does to the dynamic with with the man mm-hmm. well the potentials and possibilities of her being connected to to what i'm going to call her orgasmicness and or her her 
sexual aliveness is that she doesn't wither away and die. That's got to be the greatest potential ever. She remains vivacious and juicy and delicious and in her sensuality. She remains alive and she remains receptive to life. The biggest issue that I see with women when they come to me is all the parts of themselves due to past mishandling and abuse and just the way that she's driven and pushed and, and demanded of in society, how absolutely unreceptive she is. But because your nature is receptivity, when you're not in that space anymore, now you're literally cutting off your one support system, which is receiving life force, which is receiving and feeling life move through you. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's got to be the greatest gift of choosing as a woman to, I'm not saying you have to just be in that energy all the time, but it most definitely needs to be balanced. She most definitely needs to step into practices and experiences and ways of being that support her in being in her body and expressing her body and being open in her, in her throat. You know, the throat and the, the vagina are intrinsically linked. So both of these need to be, need to be flowing in that way. Um, other potentials in terms of men is she, she, she becomes uh, life-affirming this was the biggest realization for me when I could really be present with a woman and be out of my judgment and be out of or be free of all the ways that I used to, to disapprove of women as a man or the way I used to resent women for how they used to treat me before. As soon as I cleared all that up and I started to see women and their openness and their vivaciousness, to me, it's like you are life affirming to me. Like seeing you smile and move and giggle and melt and just be so deeply in your feminine essence, that is, that is the most life-affirming thing for any man to be around. It is the single most nourishing thing to be around, a woman in that state. So how is it going to affect her relationships with men? <laughs> she, becomes, she becomes life to him she becomes nourishment for him not in a way where he consumes her because a, a, an embodied woman won't allow herself to be consumed but there's going to then be that looping system where he comes and penetrates her with his godliness with his connection to his own spirit his own divinity and she takes that in and then she just gorges it onto him and she just loves upon him and he's in a place hopefully where he can receive all of that into his heart and pull that energy back down into his cock, into his God center, what I call it, and start moving it up through her again. And that is the deepest form of that, that looping system. Yeah, I mean, I feel this the energy of mm -hmm. that infinity kind of shape yes. just mm -hmm. right now, just like. Exactly. That's, and, and that's how I feel when I'm really in my, my own embodiment. Um, mm -hmm. And you, you said that it's, it doesn't have to be all the time, but it does feel like in order to, for a woman to access it and begin to sort of realize that that's within her, it is really powerful for it to be cons consistent and frequent, at least in I, the beginning. Well, if, look, if you can live in that, if you can exist in that in this society day in and day out, then I would say that would be the greatest thing for you to do. But, you know, I, I also have to be very real about this in a sense that society is not the same as it once was. Um, women are now going out and getting jobs and working in corporations and running their own businesses. And yes, you can do that from a very feminine standpoint, but it also calls for a different quality that is more that is more male-based, that is more structure-orientated and focused. So, sure, I'll come to a woman and I'll say, you know, I, I request and invite you to just be in your melted feminine all the time. I will cover all your bills. I will pay for you. I will look after everything for you. You just got to be in that state. And I expect nothing else of you. Beautiful. If that's what's on offer to you, take it. <laughs> but the reality is, is I want to have her be balanced. 
you know, a woman in my life, I, I want to make sure that she has the ability to also support herself and to be upright in her own life and not only depend on me unless that's the dynamic that we set up. There's other women who can be fully in their feminine all the time and, and be in business in that way. And it's totally orgasmic to them. Um, I would say it's rarer than, than the other type. Um, but it's really about knowing yourself and figuring out what, what works best for you. And in the, in the dynamic with, with the man and as women, since we're in this society <clears throat> and we've been kind of conditioned to be more in our masculine energy um, to relearn the feminine takes takes practice there's an inherent uh, sort of automatic shift when we don't feel safe or we don't feel like the man is in his present and yes. integrity to then step in as the masculine and say you know what I don't trust that he can handle xyz or I don't trust that he can hold me in the mm. way that I need to be held. And so I'm going to hold myself, take mm. care of myself and do these, these things that seem to cause the lack of, of that polarity in the relationship. Yes, absolutely. There's two sides to this. The first side is, uh, yes, the woman may notice this man is not safe in all these areas, so I must handle this. There's another version of that which is they meet a man who has it handled, but she has all of her shit, all of her conditioning, all of her insecurities coming up around this, this, this powerful man who is now triggering all of this in her, and he's requesting for her to start laying back more, to be in her heart more. And she's scrambling for safety in a place where she doesn't actually need it. Uh, and this is one of the beautiful processes when, um, and how a man can really assist a woman in in opening and, and empowering herself even deeper because that's another thing from the male side you got consciousness witnessing you got to see it but you also have to be able to speak to it and call it out yeah call it out in a way that is honest and also safe of course right? <laughs> of course yeah of course but it's a great point that you brought up and um, you know, men who do have partners who are in this mode and men will come to me a lot and say, you know, my partner isn't feminine. She's not soft. So then I have to ask him some questions around, you know, how, what's going on in his life. And I, you know, you can basically kind of tell immediately when someone comes in front of you where they're at, what energy is moving through them, you know, where they're, where they are in relation to their own process. So it's usually confirmed upon seeing him or hearing his voice you know you feel the lack of safety you feel the fragility you feel all the ways that he doubts himself uh, which you know i wouldn't trust anyone who doubts themselves yeah. <laughs> so why should she <laughs> and i always say to him, man you got to give her something something reasonable to surrender to you got to give her a reason a, a beautiful magnificent inspiring reason to surrender yeah, it's not just that you're a man. <laughs> no, that doesn't cut it. That doesn't cut it. You have to be magnificent. Yeah. And that's a great standard to have. doesn't have to be no, but he can always walk towards it. And it can always be his benchmark from now until the point that he leaves the planet. Magnificence. Magnificence. I love that. Mm -hmm. And through what's going on with our men right now and how men have been so weakened and compromised, and, and feminized, we've, we've taken that gift from women. We've taken the beautiful gift of being able to worship the magnificence in her man. And I don't mean worship in a sense that, you know, this person is better or dominating me or controlling me. I don't mean that. I just mean it in the purest sense of the word, in the most unconditional loving way to stand back and to be able to look at your man and just like, just to be able to swoon and go look at his magnificence and look what he stands for and look at the meaning that he has in his life. I want to surrender to that. I want to open my heart to that. I want to open my legs to that. Yeah, I want to devote. Um, I want to devote, devote all of that. that. To me, that's, that's really what I feel as, as devotion. Yes. And the more I feel it, the more 
the more I want to devote, you know, it's, yes. it, it builds upon <laughs> itself. Mm -hmm. And yeah. for a, a man who's, who's curious and either <clears throat> wanting, wanting to step in this path or already is on the path, who doesn't have maybe a support system or doesn't, doesn't have a way to dialogue this. I know that you said it's, it's important for him to own it within himself. And how does he go about finding and cultivating that support system, whether it's other men or coaches or to help, help, you know, him along. Tell him come to me. Great. That's what I'm here for. Perfect. <laughs> I, I see. I can only I can only um, champion what I know, and I know me. So I I I, I couldn't send them anywhere. So I'd have to send them to me. Um, but he ne he needs something. It's a deep process for men, and men really need to to see evidence and proof of what it is that he's looking to eventually reach in his life. We need to see a man who has built his kingdom, a powerful man who's living in accordance with everything that he's worked on. This is such a huge part of the initiatory process. This is why I never went to groups or workshops or events ever. I've never been to one in my life and I'm, I'm not saying you shouldn't go to them. I'm just saying my reason for not going to them in my process was because I knew I would have been too susceptible and all I saw in that space was everyone going through trauma. And I'm like, wait a minute, that, that's not going to support me. It's, I'm just going to become out of the trauma. Right, it doesn't help so, you get into your no. clarity. It's exactly. almost muddying the totally. vision. I think that type of a setup is way more supportive to women um, but I feel for men, the, the brotherhood circles, they're, they're, they're dangerous if the person leading the circle is not fully aware of everything that needs to be engaged with and the way men need to be separated and put into singular situations so he can meet his own self-reliance and his own resilience. Because if a man always has something to lean back on, he misses himself. Um, and yeah, the initiatory process, he needs to see evidence so he can give himself permission. He's like, oh, well, this guy did it. This guy does it. This guy speaks his truth. This guy doesn't give a damn about what other people think of him. And he's fine. I mean, he's alive. Not just fine, but thriving, too. Thriving. You know, it's like you're, you're, you're getting to see what someone has created and cultivated in their life by living mm. from their truth. Yes. And this, the same for women. You know, it's really important that women get to, to spend time around women who aren't necessarily their girlfriends, who, <clears throat> you know, a wise woman who can really be real with her and can throw down and can, and can shake her up a bit when she needs to be and can say, no, cut the childishness out. <laughs> you know, you need to step up here. Leave that stuff alone. So we all, we all need that. We all need examples and, and support from, from wisdom because everything in my understanding from an energetic perspective is lineage based wisdom and intelligence is lineage based and lineages are carried through energetic transmission this is where you find the wisdom person on the edge of everything you know go to them they're not in the center of all the people <laughs> they're not in the conscious community you know up in up in san francisco doing their thing it's, it's and i'm not saying they're not but it's it's usually very rare that you'll find anyone uh, that load in that situation. And so I'd love for you to share a little bit about what you, what you offer to, I know you work with men and women, but what, mm -hmm. what you offer in terms of work, mentorship, energy, sure. all of those things, if people are interested in connecting with, with you in that way. Of course. So for men, I offer uh, mentoring, whether it's single mentoring or mentoring packages over a long period of time. I also run a weekly webinar group for men um, that I also invite women into every so I know often. I missed that this week. I was really disappointed. Well, <laughs> maybe this weekend I'll repeat it and you can, you can drop it. Um, so yeah, for men, it's, it's, it's guidance, it's conversation, it's communication, it's direction in the form of mentoring. And for women, I offer very, very powerful energy work. 
that can be done either in person and, and from distance. Uh, both ways are incredibly visceral and feel-sense and, and illuminating. So this focuses on opening the body up, initiating the feminine energy, opening the heart, and really just having her get a deep physical uh, landing in her energy and in her power and in her potency and in her expression and her wildness and all of that. Because you see, what, what most women think is that the reason they're feeling so withered and numb and dead inside is because it's their fault. It's not their fault, but there's not men walking around on the planet to activate that movement in you. <laughs> So, you know, women comes kind of slugging along going, oh, you know, what do I need to do? It's like you don't actually need to do anything. You, you just haven't been engaged with by a man. Exactly. Spark. <laughs> so, so all I'm really there to do in, in my own way is to, bring, is to bring that spark. It's to bring something a little bit uh, different or bigger than what they may be used to. And that, that alivens everything. Because we're set up so fundamentally balanced. We're set up in a way where we are here naturally to support each other. And if a woman isn't feeling alive in her body and in her sensuality, she should really only ever have to go and just stand by a man. That should be how simple it should be on the planet. She just needs to brush up against him, give him a little sniff. Her body starts to, to light. <laughs> yeah. And this is what we've lost. And I'm trying my fucking best <laughs> to, to restore it. But we definitely need more men here who, and I'm working with men as much as I can to, to just wake everybody up a bit more and to realize that we are here to be used. We're here, and people say, don't use me. No, you're here to be used, but we're here to be used in specific ways. So let's start using one another in the way that it was intended for us to use one another. And everything will start to, you know, everything will start to shift from that. And also just to the men, you know, just so, so you get a reflection of where you're at. I think it's important that we see reality for what it is. For the men, if you are in an environment or a community or you are moving around your life and the women who are around you are not alive, then you got to look at yourself <laughs> because it's your role to step up and to be able to just put your arms around her, not even sexually, just to put her arms and just hold her and just be loving with her and just gift her your presence as a, as a good man, as a strong man, as a man who can be present so she can just soften and melt and just let go of whatever she needs to let go on your arms. This will allow a lifeness. So men, open your fucking eyes, look around and see how much women need you. Even the women who say, I don't need no man. <laughs> yes, she does. But the reason she's saying she doesn't need no man is because she's never met a man. So we need to get real and we need to take responsibility. And just to preface all of that or to, to finish all of that, um, I don't know if I mentioned the, the website in my, in my services, but it's Awakened Intent dot com because i always forget to mention these things on interviews well, i'll link it as well so people can um, in the notes thank you thank you so much and thank you for having me on so much I, really and, it. Um, I feel very alive just from from this conversation beautiful can't wait to share it thank you so much for having me you're 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 bright you're beautiful thank you so much thank you Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Divinity Unbridled. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you'd like to be inspired through writing, speaking, and art, please follow me at Divinity Unbridled on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok, and subscribe to my newsletter at divinityunbridled.com. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.